all things considered, we've we've battled through a lot of adversity. Certainly, um, you know, there there is room for improvement in all three phases, which is always exciting. And we know that there's a lot of challenge left in front of us. So we've got to when we're back in this building, we've got to attack it on a daily basis, which I think our guys embrace, and they they take that to heart. You know, we we never look too far in front of us. We always try to focus on and, and stay as present as possible. And our guys have really, they have that mentality. And I think that's what the mentality that it takes to win games in this league. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday morning, reacting to Week 12 in the NFL. Looking forward here, we'll get to Monday Night Football in a little bit tonight with the Seahawks and the Washington football team, one that does have some implications for that very sad race for the last spot in the NFC playoffs. For the top of the NFC, let's talk about that. We heard from Matt LaFleur there. The head coach of the Packers continues to win. They continue to win close games. They are now on the season Nine and three. They have their bye this week, yet their point differential is only plus 41. They're five and oh at home, and I think they're trending towards home field advantage, which feels significant in this NFC. Current odds Bucks off of their comeback win yesterday against the Colts, plus 280. Packers and Cardinals both plus 380. Cowboys off their loss on Thanksgiving, five to one. Rams plus 550. And the Niners, who Paul and I, um, we, we put a future on last week. 18 to 1, and then there's the muck after that. It's Vikings 33 to 1, Eagles 50 to 1, Saints 60 to 1, Seahawks, Washington football team 100 to 1. By the way, as we get into this discussion, and we'll hit on it when we get to the game discussion, Aaron, you know if the Washington football team wins tonight, they will wake up tomorrow as the seventh seed in the NFC playoffs? I know. It's amazing. I saw it last night, and I thought to myself, this is what they did last season. Heineke's playing better. The defense is finally stepping up. It was crazy that they're doing it without Chase Young, who just had his surgery, and that's going to be a long recovery for him. Hopefully they take their time with him coming back. But, um, yeah, I mean, the Washington football team is right there, and we keep talking about how crazy the NFC East division is, how things can just go. I mean – the Giants have been consistently not the best team, I would say, but the Eagles in Washington are starting to look better and better uh, each week uh, for the most part. They're still right there, and uh, the Cowboys, a little inconsistent. They have been. The Cowboys certainly came down. Joe, the top is the Bucks, the Packers, Cardinals, Cowboys. What, what hits you when you look at the NFC right now? Uh, what, what hits me is I'm trying to figure out how many teams can represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. How many have a realistic chance? Like, we've kind of chuckled at the seventh seed, and we can. I I think that's perfectly fine. Whichever team slips into that seventh spot, whether it's Minnesota right now or, dare I say, Atlanta or New Orleans, but believe it or not, they are right there. They Mm -hmm. they are in that part of that tiebreaker for the moment. Um, Are they going to go on the road and take down the two seed? Probably not. There seems to be a big gap. You know, maybe not. probably not the gap that we see over on the AFC side for the team that can slip into the to the seventh seed. But I see that uh, in the NFC. Is it list five or six? How much do you believe in San Francisco? Because we can rip on Stafford, and that's fine. If you want to sc- scratch them off, I still think that they have the talent to 
to get there. Like they're in the mix. The odds tell us that. Same thing with Arizona, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Dallas. But that San Francisco thing, with, with the easy schedule they have, all of a sudden the schedule turns. They start winning some games. Things falling in their favor. Their injury report really worked out well for them. Her cousin's on the road with a bad, bad thing for Minnesota. Um, but can San Francisco get it together? Remember where we were just a few months ago. I mean, they were viewed as a team that was in the conversation with the top of the NFC. They were ahead of teams uh, like Dallas and Arizona. So are they back there? I would put them in the mix. Yeah, I would. I, I don't think it's crazy that the Niners could go on a run. I mean, I, they're 18 to 1. I'd have them in the mix. And I'm not removing the Rams yet, Joe. As much as I'm done with Stafford, he's, you know, Aaron and I basically have him in prison for life. You know, I'm not, there is maybe some parole for the playoffs. I'll, I'll let, maybe we'll let him out for the playoffs. I'm not ruling out the, the Rams to make, to, to have a chance to get the Super Bowl. But I would put the bike, uh, the 49ers in there. I mean, that, here's what they have right now. That nobody else has. You mentioned the Vikings, Eagles, Saints, Seahawks, Washington, Falcons. The 49ers have the path to the playoffs, right? You have to make the playoffs. I'm not, I'm not speaking crazy here. You have to make the playoffs to make a run to the Super Bowl. Like, yes, you do. They're, they're, they're going to get in. Like, barring mm -hmm. something crazy here, they've got a really nice path Minus to get to the playoffs. Minus 260 to make the playoffs this morning at FanDuel Sportsbook. That, that changed a lot yesterday. Wow. Sure, that, that game. I mean, that, that game was basically a playoff game between the Niners and, and Vikings, or at least the inside mm -hmm. track game uh, for the playoffs. So the 49ers schedule here, Seahawks next Sunday, and they got flexed out of that game. That's now a 425 Eastern game. Then they go to Cincinnati. They have the Falcons at home. They have the Titans. They have the Texans, and they end with the Rams. Like, if they just beat the teams they're better than, Seahawks, Falcons, Texans, that gives them what? Nine wins? They're, that's nine without even – doing anything out of the ordinary. And they still have, you know, winnable games against the Bengals, the Titans, and the Rams. I mean, they're, they look pretty good to get to 10 wins, the way I see it. Are, are the Rams better than the Niners? I know, odds-wise, let's push that to the side for the moment. But teams you're willing to back on an upcoming week, and matchups always matter. But do you have more faith right now in the Rams or Niners? Niners. I do, too. Well, that's a no-brainer, then. If you think they're good enough to make a run, um, Rams are plus 550, and the Niners are plus 1,800 in the NFC. Like, that, that was the time to pounce, I guess. Yeah. I mean, perfect was it was a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago. But, yeah, I mean, if we're willing to, to buy into to Shanahan, and, I mean, the, the Garopp, it's kind of like the, the conversation we have at, at the bottom of the playoff picture for the AFC, like, are you going to trust these quarterbacks? No, no. Are you are you going? To, do you trust Stafford a lot? No, even though the odds aren't that great. How about Jimmy Garoppolo, Kirk Cousins, uh, Jalen Hurts? If you think they can make some sort of a run, of course not. But that's why they're fighting to get into the playoffs because you can't trust their quarterback play. To be fair on this, other than Brady and Rodgers in the NFC, nobody else has been in the Super Bowl, right? No one else has made a run and played well in the playoffs. I know Jimmy Garoppolo was mostly carried by his running game a few years ago when the Niners got there, but he's done mm -hmm. this, right? We've seen him lead a team to a Super Bowl. Like Brady, Rodgers, yes. Kyler Murray, no. Dak Prescott, no. Matthew Stafford, no. Kirk Cousins, no. Jalen Hurts, obviously not his first year as a starter. I mean, that, and they're, forget Russell Wilson. Like, they're, they look like they're a bad team right now. So, yeah, I mean, I think yeah, that has to play in. You may not trust Jimmy G, but, I mean, how many quarterbacks do you really trust in the NFC anyway that, that have done this before? 
I, I just keep coming back to the Packers here. I mean, you brought them up in the first segment. They deserve credit. You know, we always wrestle with them, you and I, in our in, their, in our power rankings because it doesn't look great. <laughs> they just win, and they they they've undefeated at home now. And if they get home field advantage, I think I'm going to pick them to get the Super Bowl. I know. I dropped them two weeks ago. I had them number one. Then I dropped them down to three. Remember, I was nervous about that with the whole yep. toe situation. And here they are. They keep finding ways to win. It's not always pretty. Have you guys ever bet on to be the NFC number one seed for the playoffs? They have that on FanDuel. Um, Cardinals plus 170. Packers plus 200. Bucks plus 250. Cowboys plus 1200. And then Rams uh plus four thousand i like two to one on the packers they have the tiebreaker over the cardinals if, if the packers just take care of business that i think they're going to have that spot they have nine wins already they have the buy coming up this week so what do they have left they're nine and bears. <laughs> they have the bears left they have the vikings left in in lambeau and at detroit last game and the Browns. So right? out, out of that bunch, Ravens, d- does yeah. it seem like the Packers might have the easiest remaining schedule? Yeah, the only game they have that looks really hard is is at Ravens. And even the Ravens well, are like great right yeah. now. Here's what I think is bigger than the remaining schedule. is First off, you've got the late bye this week, week 13. Yep. Like That yeah. didn't seem too inviting but when the season starts. But right now, like okay, that looks pretty good. And let's... I felt like we got to the middle of the season. We stopped talking about them because they kept winning. Their best players, excluding Rodgers and Devontae Adams, are not on the field still. Bakhtiari is close. The all-pro left tackle. The all-pro cornerback, Jair Alexander, is close. Their all-pro pass rusher, Zadaria Smith, is close. How many things are pointing to the Green Bay Packers, a team that might be having home field advantage throughout the NFC right now? And I know Brady's offense ended up putting up some points yesterday, but Brady has not looked great, and he's missing a lot of his weapons still. And that secondary, just every game. I feel like every game we watch, another Bucks player in the secondary goes down, and it happened again yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And if they if the Packers do have home field advantage, you've got to like that matchup with Brady at Lambeau. He hasn't been playing very well on the road. It's a good point. Even yesterday, they yeah. they, they covered yesterday. It was the first time they covered on the road all year. But that was I mean, that's a tie game with what a minute to go, and and Fournette runs it in. They didn't exactly blow the doors off the Colts yesterday. The other thing to look at, I always like to cross check. We're talking about this. Like Aaron brought up the uh, number one seed. We're talking about it. So if you look at the win totals right now. They have three NFC teams fandled at 12 and a half wins. Packers, Bucks, Cardinals. If the Cardinals and Packers are tied, it's the Packers. They beat them head to head. Do we think the Bucks are getting over 12 and a half wins? They could. They do have some division games left. They have two Panthers games left, which feel like just those feel like gifts right now for Tom Brady and the Bucks. But that, that's the competition I see. But I, I like the Packers right now to get that number one seed. And if they do it, you remember, there's only one buy. That's a big deal now this year. I, I like, I'm starting to, I'm starting to buy in. I'm starting to buy in. I kept down the Packers. All they do is win. They just win every week. I know. Well, you know, and I think that's important because uh, during the end of the Rams Packers game, what I saw a lot of and what I've heard a lot of is, ah, oh, see, the Rams stink. They're not going to win. They're, they're making all these deals and they're going to be screwed in the future, even though people have been saying that for years. I say, hey, you know, they're, Maybe it's the back end, but they're in their five-year Super Bowl window. And if you can get one of those, 
you've got to try to stay in one of those as long as you possibly can. And it, you still do have McVeigh on your side. But, like, if you don't want to believe in Stafford and the Rams, if you think I'm putting a line through them, that's that's fine. That's, that's your right. And I would probably agree with you because I was never buying into the Rams hype train before the season started. But you've got to tell me the team that's going to win because Brady doesn't look great. His weapons can't stay healthy. Their, their defense can't stay healthy. So are, are they ever going to get that together? Um, Kyler Murray, okay, it's based on his tweet yesterday. It looks like he's going to return against the Bears, and I would expect him to look good. Okay, but how is he going to be moving forward? Is it going to be the Kyler that we saw? And once he returns to the field, is he going to stay on the field? Uh, Dallas, we kind of skip over it because it was all the way back on Thanksgiving you want to talk about a putrid performance, and I know they they you, they were missing their weapons. They were touchdown favorites against the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Like that's pathetic. At home on Thanksgiving against everything going wrong for Vegas, and, oh, and yeah. then, then you have that performance. Like if we're going to scratch out all these teams, you have to give me a team that you like. And it certainly does feel like um, as as we head into the home stretch of the regular season, a lot of things are lining up for Green Bay. It does. The schedule's there. The buy is here. Health is coming now, as you said. When that, I mean, the, the buy, the only thing I would throw out is do we know yet or we have any clue yet on how Rodgers is going to deal with this tell? We played fine with it yesterday. It wasn't like it, it impaired him. But last week, when we talked about it, Aaron, he was throwing out the word surgery, right? Like, like he threw it out yesterday. Po- possibility. He, he yeah. The doctors, they're going to make their decision. And yeah, it kind of scared some people. Yeah. I wonder how I much mean, home it, field it matters to him and them because. If he gets a surgery, misses two weeks, it may give them a better chance to get him at 100% in mid-January. But do they care if they're not going to have home field? I, I don't know. I would care. You can beat the Bears with Jordan Love. Is that their game after the bye? Yep. In Lambeau. Well, then this might be the time to do it. Surgery time! <laughs> do their odds drop when he has surgery? Is that, is that when we jump on this? So we just we're giving him surgery now. We just decided. <laughs> well, isn't it a fractured toe? Those don't heal on their own, do they? I mean, I've heard so many things: the COVID toe, the fractured toe. Like, what's going on? Like, well, he, so no, he said no conference. COVID toe. Don't, yeah. don't, just, don't say. Co- I just if don't want to look toe, at his toe. <laughs> yeah, didn't he hold it up at a press conference or something? Yes. Like I, I was delirious, but yeah. Oh, Rex and Ryan he, wishes he was there. Oh, the memes were off the charts last week, <laughs> and then. <laughs> Then he called someone well, out. Ryan. Did you see that whole thing? A, a, a writer, she like writes about the Dodgers. She wrote a book. She like tweeted out the article, and he thought she wrote it. And then they called her out by name, and then she was crying on social media. It was a whole thing. You, you took a good week off. Listen. Oh, my gosh. Good. Good. I'm it glad. was a lot. So is, is this officially a Packers show now? Oh. No, let's not all – let's – I, I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think they're going to be there in the end, but this whole Aaron Rodgers toe thing. Where are we on Dallas? Kind of, Isn't that the... I'm, I'm down on Fading. Them. Me too. Okay. I mean, they're going to win the division. I mean, that any chance that had is it was upset yesterday. Like, they're, that's, they're not really going to blow the division, but... They've been losing me money, and I'm just so used to rooting for them to lose. So, yeah, you don't have to ask me twice about the Cowboys. Speaking of teams to fade, Seattle looks like crap. And Washington, well, it's never easy to bet on them. But we're going to dive into this game next, Monday Night Football. Which side are we on? Some props, some plays. 
for the Seahawks and the Washington football team. That's next. Becky Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook.